Get ready, everyone. It's time for Bug Juice. Where we teach you everything you need to know about antibiotics for the pediatric boards. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Bug Juice, where we cover all the antibiotics. Today, we are going to cover carbapenems. So this is our final beta-lactam. We've already covered penicillins and cephalosporins, all of which are beta-lactam antibiotics, and carbapenems are also in this family. Examples include imipenem, miropenem, ertapenem, and dorapenem. Uh, I personally really only use miropenem, but other people for other reasons will need other antibiotics, um, depending on how you practice. So again, they are beta-lactam antibiotics. They actually have the broadest spectrum of all of the beta-lactam antibiotics. They're kind of really our big gun antibiotics, and so you should really only use them when necessary, which is of course true for all antibiotics. They are very broad uh, gram-negative coverage and somewhat narrower gram-positive coverage, but they will still cover some. Because they are beta-lactams, remember that means their mechanism of action is uh, the same as penicillins and cephalosporins. They have a structure similar to that what they have a structure that's similar to that found in amino acids, and the bacteria will accidentally incorporate the structure from the antibiotic into their cell walls, and this uh, makes the cell walls very weak and then causes the cell wall to collapse. Thus, it is bactericidal, just like all beta-lactams are. Bacterial coverage, so they are very, very resistant to beta-lactamase-producing organisms. So beta-lactamase-producing organisms, remember, can actually cleave the beta-lactam ring, and so therefore they are resistant to beta-lactam antibiotics, but beta-lactamase does not work against, it doesn't work well against carbapenems. And so these can be used in the extended spectrum beta-lactamase bacterium. So things like ESBL E. coli, Klebsiella, Pseudomonas, uh, these kind of really bad bacteria that are kind of difficult to treat, carbapenems can be good for. Couple specifics. So miropenem is actually like the drug of choice for Burkhardia cepacea, and I'm sorry, I probably butchered that. It's an infection that's seen in cystic fibrosis patients. So that's, I think, especially important for uh, hospitalists who maybe are treating uh, cystic fibrosis patients. It's also, miropenem is also really, really good at pseudomonas. Um, almost all of the carbapenems are very good at pseudomonas. Doripenem is actually probably the best at pseudomonas if you really need it. However, Erdapenem is the one carbapenem that really is not good at pseudomonas. So if you need pseudomonas uh, coverage, erdapenem, not the right one to do. I don't know how you want to remember that, but pseudomonas, erdapenem, no, not going to work. One of the biggest side effects of all of the carbapenems um, are that it lowers the seizure thresholds. However, imapenem is the worst at that. Miropenem has pretty low seizure uh, risk and... Erdapenem has a, like a 0.5%, so not horrible, but imipenem is the worst. And so you really don't want to use this in patients who you know have seizure disorders. Imipenem is also unique in that it actually is always formulated with something called celastin because this actually helps it not be broken down by the kidneys. It also reduces the nephrotoxicity that imipenem can have. Uh, the other biggest thing is there's a lot of talk about uh, penicillin allergy cross-reactivity. And to be honest, 
it probably doesn't actually even exist. So older studies and kind of the teaching is always about 1% risk of anaphylaxis with meropenem if you or carbapenems of any kind if you have anaphylaxis to penicillin. But to be honest, 1% really probably isn't that bad. If you're needing a carbapenem, you probably need to use your carbapenem. And most of the more recent studies actually have not found any cross-reactivity. So I very confidently use carbapenems even in allergies to penicillin. You can treat the allergy if it happens, but it is still fairly low risk. I mean, 1%, if you're, again, if you're needing a carbapenem, you probably need the carbapenem more than the 1% risk. And it's still theoretical. So that's it, carbapenems. They're good for bad gram negatives, especially pseudomonas, and they can kind of cause seizures. That's it.